The WLEW Sports Network presents The Game of the Week with Clark Ramsey and John Mooney on Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. You're listening to the WLEW Sports Network, powered by AgriValley Services. It's time to brush off the dust, and the thick of the basketball season is now upon us. Tonight, the Brown City Green Devils take their show on the road, still looking for their first win of the season as they are up against a tall and mighty pirate fleet. Good evening from the shores of Lake Huron, Harbor Beach, Michigan. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. I'm your host, Clark Ramsey, and to the right of me, as always, and for the ninth year, is the one and only Coach John Moody. Clark, it's like we have never left. It really is. This is nice to be in this great gym that uh, a lot of memories have been made. This is pirate country, and that means what? It means basketball. And we're opening up a Greater Thumb Conference play in the East against Brown City and the Harbor Beach Pirates. This ought to be great. Christmas break is nothing but a distant memory now for our area teams. From here until March 5th, each team has just one goal in front of them, a division championship. Despite an 0-5 start, Brown City still has a clean slate in divisional play, while Harbor Beach got an early start entering tonight at 1-0 in the Greater Thumb East. I'll tell you what, Harbor Beach is awesome. And yes, the Green Devils, as far as they're concerned, a multiple of uh, a multitude of mistakes, you could say, in December. It could be erased by one really good game tonight. This GTC opener, they're looking to go ahead and utilize their talent, get on the uh, the, the right uh, side of the uh, winning streak. And how can you say? It's all coming ready. up. It's all coming up right here on the WLW Sports Network. presentation of the WLW Sports Network is being brought to you by Thumb Cycler, the talk of the thumb, DS Services of Cassidy for all of your grain handling needs. Here in Daily Tribune, home of the prep zone. Kohler Propane, nobody gives you gas like Kohler's. More Motors of Caro and more Shoreline of Seapwing. North Star Bank, guiding the way. DM Cabinet Shop, Ramsey Pier Home, our family serving yours since 1948. Valley Enterprise, and sure, better health, better life, are you sure? Internet services are provided by Agar Valley Services on the blazing speed of their TrueNet 4G wireless network. Go to agarvalleyservices.com for broadband internet that you can count on. This game broadcast is a copyright presentation of Thumb Broadcasting Incorporated. All rights are reserved. Any reproduction without the express written consent of the WLW Sports Network is strictly prohibited. It was on this day in 1901 that oil was discovered in Beaumont, Texas, after a giant gush of oil coated the Texas landscape, and as a result, the American oil industry was bored. It took nine days to cap that well, and oil flowed at 100,000 barrels a day. Now, some 119 years later, the oil industry is larger than ever in America, and oil barons still have plenty of influence in athletics at every level of the game. Someone who still has an influence over the game that is everything but the three-point line is the legend of a coach to the right of me, that'd be John Moody. Clark. Oil? <laughs> really? Uh, we might as well start with now, the rich well, stuff, I'm right? I'm going to tell you, that was a slick intro. Hey! Uh, <laughs> and we're off. Well, you know, we have some fine competitors in front of us warming up right now. The JVs are just finishing up with 25 seconds to go. 
And now this is a great foggy night for basketball. We might as well get foggy here together. Here we are kicking off yet another broadcast season on the W at W Sports Network. This begins my 18th total season between football and basketball, spanning nine years. For nearly a decade, I've had the pleasure of having John Moody to the right of me. We've seen it all from upsets to game changers to regional championships and beyond. And only time will tell what this basketball season has in store for us. Yeah, just thinking back, and we've had some great games that unfolded before our eyes. The best one probably when USA upset the I was Beecher. thinking that same exact thought. Last year was a little bit of an anomaly in the schedule in the fact that the entire season was pushed forward an entire week. That meant the boys' season concluded before the girls' season did, and as a result, pushed more than a quarter of the season into pre-Christmas basketball. It's nice to get back to the normal routine and enjoy March Madness, actually, in the month of March. You know it. I mean, preparing for basketball last year, it was almost like the day after daylight savings time. <laughs> you just never quite get uh, used to it. Both teams tonight have five games under their belts. Harbor Beach has been able to put three wins in a row currently, dating back to December 18th. Brown City, however, is still winless for the year at 0-5, including a fourth-quarter collapse just two days ago. Now, Harbor Beach is playing some great ball right now. And Brown City, well, they're beginning to understand that uh, Andrew Geiger is no longer out there and they don't have that go-to guy. So they're going to have to go ahead and figure out, uh, if it's to be, it's up to me. And believe me, this game has all the markings of a trap game for Harbor Beach. Tonight it's the first Greater Thumb East game for Brown City and the second for Harbor Beach, who sits at 1-0 this season so far. When we return, we'll have a look at the away team tonight, the Brown City Green Devils. It's all right here on the W. LW Sports Network being powered by Anger Valley Services on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at www.sports.com. Brown City at Harbor Beach coming up next. Listen to the W, LW Sports Network in more ways than ever before. Download the Cruise 102 app on your Apple or Android device. Listen live and worldwide at W, LWSports.com, Sports Radio 1021, and now in podcast format. Download the podcast, W, LW Sports Network, on iTunes. Tune in wherever you find your podcasts. We're there. It's Brown City on the road at Harbor Beach tonight in the Greater Thumb East Showdown. And right now, our JV squads are wrapping things up, and currently, Brown City is leading by four points, and they're back at the free-throw line, trying to extend this lead, as they're leading Harbor Beach JV 41-37. to But, John, we have some good talent on both sides of the ball here in the future of basketball in the thumb. Yeah, it's amazing what these two squads have uh, done tonight. Uh, unfortunately for Harbor Beach, they uh, had one young man that uh, scored at the wrong basket. That's the way it goes, you know, that's basketball. But they, they are two uh, teams that kind of mirror each other. And it's really nice to see that uh, both JVs are going to be uh, coming up through the ranks and uh, good basketball will be provided for years to come. I agree. And there's Brown City takes the JV victory 41-37. to And speaking of Brown City, they enter tonight. Varsity does at 0-5 somehow. They have not scored more than 50 points in any game yet. And they have now also not allowed less than 50 points on defense in any game yet. They have not played a Greater Thumb East game, so this is their first divisional game of the season. They are coached by Anthony Troshak, sixth year at the helm there. Before Brown City, he was up in Caseville, actually. Over the six years as head coach, he's gone 58-53, and 53, which is a 52% winning percentage. 
and this is his worst start in his tenure at Brown City. On offense, Brown City averages 39.4 points per game. That would be the 13th best in the Greater Thumb Conference, also known as the second worst. And that's nearly 20 points less than Harbor Beach scores per game. On defense, Brown City allows 58.6 per game. That's the worst in the GTC. But here's the thing. It's only 4.4 points worse than the Pirate defense. The average margin of victory for Brown City, well, that's in the red at 19.2. And that puts them in the last place of the Greater Thumb Conference's 14 teams. Brown City's first four opponents of the season were solid foes, each with winning records currently. In those four games, they lost on average by 23 points. This week, they faced off with Deckerville, and unfortunately, they had a bit of a collapse in the final eight minutes. They were leading by 12 points entering the fourth quarter, but they ended up losing by three, 48 to 51. Yep, uh, it has been a struggle, Clark. Uh, There's no two ways about it. But you know, the talent is there. The problem is, I've already alluded earlier in the broadcast, is that you know, they've had a couple of great go-to guys in the last how many years now? It almost seems like they both got their eighth-grade education on the GI Bill of Rights. <laughs> being uh, Kellen Cook and uh, Andrew Geiger, but those two guys are no longer there, and they have to understand that they are the ones that can go ahead and be the solution to the problem. And uh, all they need to do is understand that, yeah, they have talent, but they have to see the game through the coach's eyes, and that is the key right there. Granted, we are basing this off of a very small sample size of just two games, but since the new year, Brown City has seen an uptick in offensive production by nearly eight points on improvement on defense by two points. Now, John Mooney, let's take a look inside of that Green Devil huddle. Well, this being the first meeting between Coach Anthony Troshek's Brown City Green Devils, they are led by a senior guard, and he's the only senior on the team now. That would be Matt Dawes, and also a sophomore pivot man, Curtis Stanley. Stanley came up last year and just really wowed people. I mean, he could hit anywhere, and he averaged into the 20s for a few games. Then all of a sudden, people got used to him, and his production went down. That's okay. He's a a force to reckon with. Now listen for a versatile freshman that has much upside, and his name is Gaden Muxlow. Now maybe he puts too much pressure on himself right now because the only two games I saw them, I don't know if he was there, but the truth of the matter is he's a talented kid, and I think he's going to you know, be hoping for a real nice uh, game tonight. Not only do you have Gaden Muxlow, but there's another sophomore that just came up, and I remember watching him and, uh, on the Lakers uh, JV uh, game, and he hit six trays, and this kid is just flat-out good. His name is Connor Cooper, and if he's allowed to go ahead and see that ball, by golly, uh, beyond the, the three-point arc, he's going to make some uh, believers tonight, believe me. Uh, along with uh, those two guys, there's some hardworking juniors, Ethan Moots and Killian Pangirl. And all the Devils are looking to go ahead and overcome this slow start, like I said earlier, because they can eliminate all their multitude of problems with one big victory tonight. And they're, uh, they're uh, in first place then in the GTCE. Tonight begins a three-game road trip for Brown City with five of their next six games away from their home gym, commonly referred to as the Snake Pit. It's time for a short break on the W at the W Sports Network. Up next, we'll see what Harbor Beach has in store for tonight's Greater Thumb East matchup. So keep it locked on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at W at WSports.com. Being powered by Agar Valley Services.
You're listening to the WNW Sports Network's Game of the Week. The Brown City Green Devils on the road at the Harbor Beach Pirates in a greater than East showdown as we are getting into the teeth of the regular season less than two months away from March Madness. We've talked about Brown City. Let's now take a look at the home team tonight, the Harbor Beach Pirates. They enter tonight at 4-1 overall. They've won four of their last five games. Their only loss would be to the USA Patriots. In the Greater Thumb East, they are 1-0. They beat Marlette back on December 20th quite handily. That means they are tied with Sandusky at top of the rankings at 1-0. They are coached by Ron Rubel, who's been at the helm for 27 years. He's been around the block just a few times. In the past nine years alone, he's gone 127-52. That's a 7.09 batting average. On offense, Harbor Beach is scoring 59 points per game. That puts them in the middle of the pack of the Greater Thumb Conference at number 5. On defense, they're allowing 49.1 points per game. That would be the 12th best, better known as the third worst of the Graytham Conference, ahead of only KPAC in Brown City. Average margin of victory for the Pirates, that is in the black at least. It's at 4.8 points per game. That's the sixth best of the 14 GTC teams, and 24 points better than the Green Devils' average margin of victory. Harbor Beach came out of the gates this season with a 19-point victory over Vassar, and the east side locals were cautiously optimistic. However, they followed it up with a 35-point chop job on the road at USA, losing 46-81. Since then, though, the Pirates have not lost in 28 days while winning three games in a row, including Reese by two points on this very court. What's that song? I forget it. I don't know. The lyrics are something like... You know, some days are diamonds and other days are stones, okay? Uh, there's been some diamonds, believe me. That win over Reese was just absolutely fantastic. But, you know, I understand Reese had a two-hour ice ride all the way over here, and they probably <laughs> never thought out. And as far as the USA game is concerned, you could throw that out. That was an aberration. I think Harbor Beach, every time I've seen them, is a very solid squad. With a win tonight, Harbor Beach would remain in first place in the Greater Thumb East and extend their winning streak to four games. Since that loss to USA, the Pirates have scored more points in each of their next games. Now, John Amini, let's take a look at the roster of the 4-1 Harbor Beach Pirates. You know, if you really think about it, Coach Ron Rubel's Harbor Beach Pirates, they had a remarkable December considering uh, some of the player personnel that uh, were not really on the court. You know, I'm talking about uh, the uh, unbelievable, talented uh, Parker Yan. This kid is unbelievable. He had a great season last year. He had a great season the year before. And then... You know, he uh, came up uh, where uh, he uh, had uh, uh, a place on the bench, but unfortunately he did not uh, have a place on the court. That could change tonight, and I'm looking forward to see if that will happen. But uh, despite that, they're dependent upon the ball handling, sharp shooting of a senior, Michael Anderson, junior Dylan Kadar, who's really, I think, stepped up his game, and a sophomore, Luke Woodkey, who is uh, just the same thing. Pirates are also, besides those three kids, are led by the, what I call the Twin Towers, the Smoglinski brothers. They have the sophomore, which is Grant, and a senior, which is Evan, who basically together, they own the glass. Now, if you uh, couple that with maybe another addition, which is uh, Justin Voss from the Junior Varsity, this can be a very, very formidable team, and I'm just excited to see how this is going to unfold. I wouldn't say so much Twin Towers, but more of the Empire in Chrysler buildings, maybe. <laughs> True. And now when we return, we'll take a look at the tail of the tape between the Brown City Green Devils and the Harbor Beach Pirates right here on the W at LW Sports Network, being powered by Anchor Valley Services.
Your home for high school basketball is the WLW Sports Network. Clark Ramsey and John Mooney courtside in their Anger Valley Services courtside seats between Brown City and Harbor Beach. Harbor Beach is currently on a three-game winning streak. Three of their next four games are at home, including tonight, Brown City, Sandusky, and KPAC. But then starting January 29th, the Pirates will hit the high seas for five straight games spanning 14 days. In my opinion, those five consecutive road games is the span in which will define Harbor Beach's season. Yep. At Marlette, at Memphis, at Lakers, which is a crossover, at Brown City, at Sandusky. That is going to go ahead and, uh, like, say, go through the gauntlet. I agree that's going to determine a lot. The Brown City season, there's no two ways around it. The Green Devils are young. They have seen those side effects early and then compounded with three of their five games on the road. Since losing to Yale, where they scored just 29 points, Brown City has seen their offensive numbers improve with each game. Two nights ago, they scored 48 points. Young, but talented. They're going to make a good use of their early education. I believe they're going to be a huge factor in the East race. Currently, they're on a five-game losing streak. In fact, if you connected back to the end of last season, the Green Devils have lost eight in a row. After tonight, they continue the road trip to Memphis, Marlette, home against Ubley, then back to the highway for KPAC and Sandusky, rounding out January. One game I think is going to be a test that's going to be at Ubley. It's time for our national anthem. The Harbor Beach Pet Band is in, this, in the house tonight. Pretty good crowd for a Friday early in the season, and now we listen in to our PA announcer and all the action from Harbor Beach High School. that noise from about 25 band members there from Harbor Beach. It's now time for the Crystal Ball Forecast presented by Sure Health, where better health makes for a better life. It's time you ask yourself, are you sure? John Mooney, you won last year, so you get to go first. I won what? (laughs) (laughs) Good one. All right, let's go with Harbor Beach by 15. Harbor Beach by 15. I'll take Harbor Beach by 16. So we got a little over and over going on. Las Vegas is Harbor Beach favored by 14 and a half points tonight as we're finding out our starting lineups for both squads. John Mooney, so far you've been spot on with your predictions. For Brown City, coached by Anthony Troshak for six years. Number 11, he's a junior, Ethan Moots. Number 12, a junior, Killian Pangirl. 
Number 13, a freshman, Gaden Muxlow. Number 23, Matt Dawes. And number 40, Curtis Stanley. For the Harbor Beach Pirates, coached by Ron Rubel for the past 12, excuse me, 27 years. Starting at six foot one, senior number 12, Michael Anderson. A junior, second year on varsity, a six foot junior, number 21, Dylan Kadar. A sophomore, number 30, Luke Woodkey. He's a tall glass of water. Good talent there as well. And then the Empire in Chrysler Buildings, Grant Smiglinski and Evan Smiglinski, six foot four and six foot six, respectively, and a sophomore and a senior. John Mooney, any initial thoughts here as we are ready to tip things off? Yeah, that'd be one heck of a refrigerator at uh, the Smoglinski house, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> They're pretty imposing uh, structures, I'm going to tell you that. How much milk do they go through in a week is my oh, question. Oh, gosh, that, uh, that uh, adver- advertisement, uh, got milk, uh, if the answer's no. <laughs> <laughs> Three-man refereeing crew tonight, Jeff Gozel from Peck, Tom Malo from KPEC, and Brian Jones from Sandusky. Reft a very smooth and efficient JV game so far. Harbor Beach coming out in their, ro- or their home white uniforms, orange and black stripes down the sides, orange numbers, black outline, Harbor Beach across their chest. Gr- brown City coming out in the green road uniforms, white Brown City above and below their numbers in white and a black outline. Tipping off for Brown City, be number 23, Matt Dawes, is only senior in the squad, going against the six foot six senior for Harbor Beach, number 54, Evan Spaglinski. Ball's up and we are underway in divisional play for Brown City on the road at Harbor Beach. Harbor Beach rolling left to right across the radio over to the left wing to Dylan Kadar. Starts his dribble back up to Michael Anderson, top of the key, dribbles once back to Kadar at the left wing. Brown City coming in a matchup zone so far. Over to the left to Dylan Kadar, pump fakes at the left wing, nothing there. Back up to Luke Woodkey, resets the offense. Back to the left wing to Kadar. Kadar pumps it up this time, and it's good. And Harbor Beach is on the board with a three. It is 3-0, 7.30 into the ball game. That's a great opening for Cape uh, Kadar. He took it, popped it. Nice start. Over to the right wing to Muxlow. Into the high post, Ethan Moots. Back out to the top, to the right wing now. Muxlow takes a three. This one's off the mark. Rebound still loose and ripped down by Luke Woodkeen. Here they come in transition. At the right wing, back up to the top to Kadar. He hit one. He's going to try another, and this one's off the mark. Air mailed, and this one goes out of bounds, and it will be Brown City ball, 94 feet from their own hoop. Yeah, Dylan had to kind of double clutch that one, and usually uh, when that happens, you probably are better off sending it and then getting it back and then pop the shot. Over to the right wing to Dawes. Dawes dribbling against the much shorter Kadar. Picks up his dribble deeper into the corner to Muxlow. Muxlow right back to Dawes. Back to Muxlow. Muxlow dribbles once. Back to Dawes. Catching a rhythm here. Inside, inside the paint going against McGlinsky. That would be number 11. Moots. This one hits nothing but the backboard. And rebound brought in by Woodkey again. That's two for him and two rebounds for Harbor Beach. Kadar at the left wing, back up to Woodkey, top of the key to the right wing, Anderson. Anderson being guarded by Moots. Into Grant Smiglinski goes up, and he is fouled with the left hand, and he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. Foul goes against number 40, Curtis Stanley of Brown City. That's his first and team's first. Harbor Beach leading 3-0, 6.26 left in the first quarter, and this sends Grant Smiglinski, the 6'4 sophomore, to the free throw line for two shots. First free throws up from the lefty, and this one is rolls in. Hits the iron about four times and finally falls on their own home court hoops. 
4-0. However, each leading with 6.26 left in the first quarter. Second free throw, good as the first, and even better than the first. It's 5-0. Harbor Beach leading Brown City. 6.20 left in the first quarter. O to the left wing, then B, Pangirl. Pangirl, skip past the right wing to Muxlow. Muxlow for the long three. This one's off the mark long. Rebound brought in by Luke Woodkey. That's his third. And there's an attempted steal, and this one goes right into the uh, scorer's table. It looks like Joe Sapchinski still has his head on over there. Hey, Matt Dawes was Johnny on the spot right there. He anticipated it was coming and uh, just got there one second late, but uh, somebody almost got tattooed Wilson or something. <laughs> Five nothing. Harbor Beach leads. Two minutes into the ball game. Top of the key, Luke Woodkey. Over to left wing, Dylan Kadar. Down to the low post to Anderson on the baseline, and this one's tipped out of bounds by Brown City's Matt Dawes. And Harbor Beach will have it sideline out of bounds. 5.58 remains in the first. Brown City yet to score. It's 5-0 Harbor Beach. Kadar with another three on the inbound. Rims in and out. No good. Offensive rebound from Anderson. Puts it in for two. 7-0. 5.48 left here in the first quarter. Brown City trying to get on the board here. Left wing. Mux loads into the corner. Two moots for three. And this one is good. 5.35. And they're finally on the board. Brown City is the first time. It's a four-point ball game, seven to three. Now, Moots is not the most tallest person on the Brown City team, and he'll go inside a lot of the times, but then he popped out for the three. Good for Moots. Slavinsky high post down to Anderson in the left block. Kicks to the right wing to Kadar. Back to Woodkey. Five minutes left in the first. Seven to three. Kadar to Grant Slavinsky right elbow. Woodkey left wing. Pump fakes. Dribbles twice over to Kadar. Down to McGlinsky on the baseline. Short corner. Back out to Woodkey. Wide open for three. It is up. This one is short. Rebound still loose. And it's finally brought in by a green jersey. That'd be Pangirl. Brown City was packing it in with the 2-3 zone. Making it awful difficult. Top of the key. Left wing. Now Pangirl for three. This one is good. Two threes for Brown City. Now it's a one-point ball game. 7-6. 4-40 left in the first quarter. Our reach leading by one point. Dylan Kadar at the right wing pulls up for three. This one is good. <laughs> Nothing but net for the junior. He has six and pushes back out. How reach by four points. Ten to six. 425 remains in the first. Across timeline, right to left across the radio is Ethan Moots. Over to the right wing, Matt Dawes. Starts his dribble, directing traffic into the corner. That'd be Moots again to the right elbow. And we have a foul as Curtis Stanley ran, was run into by a Harbor Beach defender. This will be the first team foul for Harbor Beach in the first against Dylan Kadar. Just when Stanley was uh, getting the ball, you know, he hadn't seen it the whole time. He had that look on his face like, oh, I want to do something. Moots gets the inbound for the three from the right wing. This one's no good. Luke Wickey brings in his fourth defensive rebound. And he brings up the ball himself. And he traveled with it. He tried to pass it, lost the handle on it, brought it in, and he can't quite do that. That's the first turnover for the Pirates. And actually, the first turnover in this ballgame comes 4.03, remains in the first. First substitution, Kevin Claypool checks in. The junior, he replaces Killian Pangaro. 10-6, Brown City League trailing by four points. They trailed by 7-0. They've been on a 6-3 run here since. To the right elbow, Moots. Turns to the basket, over to the left block, and this one is a charge. As Claypool went in the lane, and there was Luke Woodkey standing like a brick wall, and he's knocked over, and that's an offensive foul against Claypool. His first, Brown City's second. Good heads-up play there from the sophomore for Harbor Beach. <laughs> very very heads-up, actually. 
That looks like Woodkey's bringing the ball up. Point guard. Passes over. over to the right wing to Anderson. Back up to Woodkey. Over to the Kedar left wing. Surveys. Back to Woodkey. Skip to the corner. That'd be Anderson. Dribbles twice. Back to Kedar. Kedar looks at the basket. Nothing, though. Anderson has it now. Slowing things down. Kedar to Anderson. Left wing. Takes the three. This one's up. And this one is good. It might be foggy out, but it is raining threes tonight. Hover Beach back out by seven points once again. 13 to 6. 316 remains in the first quarter. Nearly stolen by Michael Anderson. Now to the top to Claypool. Claypool for the NBA three. This one's off the mark wide right. Loose ball brought in by Smoglinski. That's his first of the night. And here come the Pirates leading by seven points, 13 to 6. Now Evan Smoglinski needs to touch this ball. Kadar. Top of the key to Woodkey, right wing. Into the corner. Anderson dribbles down the baseline. Cut off there by the green jersey of Moots. Kadar for another three. This one is good. Dylan Kadar with three threes. And now Harbor Beach leads by 10 points. With 2.42 remaining in the first quarter. At this point, as far as Kadar is concerned, feed him all he can eat. To the left wing. Muxlow tries to feed inside. And this was turned over. Granted in the hands of Grant Spaglinski. Luke Woodkey, top of the key, dribbling to the right wing to Anderson. Pass back to Woodkey, down to Smoglinski, turns to the basket, in for two. Nice smooth post move from the senior, and we have a timeout called. It's a 30-second timeout called by Brown City. 2.18 left in the first quarter, 18-6. You're listening to the W at LW Sports Network. Brown City comes out of the 30-second timeout, trailing by 12 points now, 18-6. to six. And it's a three nailed from the right wing. John, I don't even see who made that, that one. That was uh, a Gabe Muxlow. Muxlow with freshman. his first points, the freshman. Brown City with three threes tonight. That's all their points. They now trail by nine, 18-9. Kadar to Woodkey to the left wing to Anderson, skipping around the perimeter to Grant Spaglitzkin. It's stolen away by Claypool, but there is Luke Woodkey to bring it back in. We'll call that a turnover for both teams. You know, Brown City's really packing it in. There's not much room for Smoglinski on the inside. Woodkey. Fake pass to the right. Pass it to the left to Anderson. Skip pass now to Kadar for three for another one. This one is good. Woo. Four threes for Dylan Kadar. 21 to nine. However, which leads by 12. Kadar could be shooting those one from Isla Morata, Florida, and those would still be good. Top of the key, Moots over to the right wing to Dawes. Dawes down to the corner. Now Muxlow has it. He just hit a three a moment ago. Down to number 24. That'd be Lucas Primo. Lucas Primo was just brought up from, uh, from the JV. And has remarkable hair, I must say. He's on our all-hair all squad. All-hair squad as the pass is brought in by Evans Spoglinski for the turnover. Whoa. And then Michael Anderson hits a three. And it's now a 15-point lead with 45 seconds left in this first. 24 to 9. Well, Harbor Beach can stop if I said uh, Harbor Beach by 15. <laughs> Primo has it inside the paint over to the right corner to that'd be 23. Dawes, the three's no good. Primo gets the rebound. He is fouled on his way up and he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. This will be the foul against number 24 for Harbor Beach. That'll be Parker. Parker Yan. There's no 24 out there. No, 24 is at the line. That's uh, Lucas Primo. Well, who's on the... Uh, uh, number 40. 
Number 45, the All official right. just changed it there. Grant Smiglinski. They're built the same, but I was going to say Parker Yon still coming back from injury and is going to be playing probably pretty, pretty lightly, if anything, tonight. 30 seconds left in the first. It's 24 to 9. At the free throw line is the in and out. flowing locks of hair of number 24, Lucas Primo, and this one's no good. Substitution, number 13 sits down, Muxlow, as does Ethan Moots. Checking in would be number 5. I have no number 5, John. Number 5? That's, uh, oh, Connor Cooper. Okay, Connor Cooper. Watch out for him. This kid is a three-point specialist. And the second free throw from Primo is good. 14-point ball game. To the left wing, Michael Anderson, 23 seconds left in the first. 24 to 10. Kadar for another three. This one's no good. He is human. Rebound brought in by Brown City. Over to the right wing, tipped out of bounds by Harbor Beach. 10.9 seconds left here in the first. It is 24 to 10. Harbor Beach leading by 14 points. And here is number 24 checking in. That'd be Parker Yon, the 6'3 senior. Now he ought to be getting a nice round of applause. As well as Mason Booms, the junior. Parker Yon coming back from an ACL injury that kept him out actually the entire football season. Now back out of the court on the home court for the first time. For three from NBA range, Whoa. number 23, Matt Dawes nails it with five seconds left. Now Anderson from half court to Woodkey can't get it off in time. And Harbor Beach leads by 11 points at the end of the first quarter, 24 to 13, right here on the W and the W Sports Network. to 13. Harbor Beach leads Brown City. Now going into the second quarter. Brown City on offense. Right to left across your radio. Green jersey road uniforms for the Green Devils. Top of the key. Ethan Moots for three. This one's off the mark. Wide right. Rebound brought in by Parker Yon. And here come the Pirates. In transition. Nothing there. Kicks it back out to Booms for three right wing. This one's in and out. No good. Rebound brought in by Moots. Here comes the Green Devils. Into the post. Back out to Cooper. Cooper down the baseline, and he traveled with it. Interesting that both teams uh, wound up missing their first shot. Brown City shot uh, 4 for 11. That's 36% in the first uh, quarter, which is fantastic. Harbor Beach, 8 for 13, 61%. That's blistering. Harbor Beach out rebounding Brown City 7 to 3 in that first quarter. Woodkey at midcourt. Directing traffic, leading by 11 points, seven minutes before the half. Goes right in the middle of the lane. Whoa. The floater is up and good for the sophomore. Luke Woodkey with his first points of the night. 26-13, to 13, Harbor Beach doubling up Brown City at home. Seven minutes remain. At midcourt, over to the left wing to Cooper. Connor Cooper dribbling. Over to the right wing again to number 13, McGaden Muxlow. Passes it to Pangirl. Pangirl back to Muxlow for three. This one is good. That is Gaden Muxlow's, the freshman's second three of the night. Back to a 10-point ball game, 26-16. Token pressure coming from Primo for Brown City into the hands of Woodkey now. Woodkey being guarded by Connor Cooper. Passes it to the right wing to Parker Yan. Parker faces the basket over to Booms. Mason Booms. Back to Yan. Yan dribbling at the free throw line. Down to Grant Smiglinski. And he can't get a handle on it, but he was fouled. He'll be on the floor. This will be the third team foul against Brown City and the first against Connor Cooper. A reach ball underneath their own hoop. 
Lucas Primo sits down. Is replaced by Matt Dawes. Substitution for Harbor Beach, number 21, Dylan Kadar, replaces Mason Booms. Out there for Harbor Beach right now, we have Luke Woodkey, Grant Smiglinski, Parker Yan, Michael Anderson, and Dylan Kadar. Kadar gets the pass in the right corner. Six and a half minutes left here in the first half. Parker Yan dribbling at the right elbow. Back up to Anderson, top of the key. To Kadar, left wing. Being guarded by Muxlow. Out to Woodkey. Woodkey jump stopping into the into the paint. The basket is good as it bounced around the rim a few times. Back out to 12, 28 to 16 to the right wing. Back to the top of the key to Cooper. Cooper thought about taking the three. Now the long two from the left wing. This one is smooth and good. Tell you that kid is really he's got a job. Connor Cooper with his first two points of the night. Woodkey brings up the basket over to Kadar. Kadar down to Parker Yon on the right block. Turns to the basket. The fadeaway jump shot, no good. Rebound still loose, and it is a Brown City ball. Nice to see Parker Yon get in there, get a shot, get his feet wet. Curtis Stanley, Curtis Stanley checks back in, replaces Connor Cooper, so they're going with a little more length right now, Brown City. I don't know if I would have taken him out. Ten-point lead for Harbor Beach, 28-18, Brown City on offense. I've only seen him taking uh, you know, two or uh, three-pointers as a varsity kid, and he's hit both of them. To the left wing, that would be Matt Dawes. To the high post, Curtis Stanley. Nice Down pass the right by block, Stanley. And in for two from Killian Pangirl. 28 to 20. Harbor Beach's lead cut down to eight now. 5.15 remains in the first half. To the left wing, Dylan Kadar. Lines up with the basket, now passes back to Woodkey. Back to Kadar, left wing. Being guarded by the much taller number 13, Gaden Muxlow. He's a freshman. Mike Landerson right down the side of the lane, and this one's no good. Rebound, though, brought in by Grant Smiglinski. He cleans up the boards, and it's in for two points. Grant Smiglinski with four points. First field goal, 30 to 20. As the three is good from Gaden Muxlow, his uh, defender slipped and he took advantage. That's his second straight three in his third of the night. Seven-point ball game, 30-23. to 23. Despite being 0-5, Brown City showing that they have what it takes. Dylan Kadar at the right elbow, now to Woodkey, right corner. Back up to Kadar, skip past the left wing. That'd be Michael Anderson for three. This one's short, air-bailed, and stayed alive by Grant Smiglinski. K- Woodkey for three. This one's no good, and we have a whistle away from the ball. And it will be Harbor Beach ball underneath their own hoop. You know, all the offense is coming from long distance. There's some good defense being played. But probably the best screening that I've seen all year is the officiating. I cannot see him playing <laughs> this game. Matt Dawes just picked up the foul away from the ball. That's his first and team's fourth. Woodkey inbounds to Kadar for three left wing. This one rattles in and out. No good. Rebound, though, brought in by Smiglinski. And he is fouled on his way up, and he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. This will be the fifth team foul against Brown City. Goes against number 24. That'd be Lucas Primo, who just checked back in. That's his first. 4-17 left of the second. 30-23. Harbor Beach leads by seven points. The right-handed 6'6 senior rattles at home. Not much arc. And apparently you don't need it. Has his first free free throw. He has three points of the night. I don't want to give the jinx, but this guy has been working on his free throws since, uh, you know, first time he's brought up. So, believe me, that's pretty good. Uh, nice wow. smooth look. And that one was shot. smooth looking there as well, and it's good. 32-23. to 23, Harvey reach back out by nine. Moot to the left wing. Hands it off to number 12. That'd be Pangirl. Pangirl against Kadar. Back up to Muxlow. Over to 
into the corner. Buxel drives down the side of the baseline. This one's no good. Rebound Spaglinski. And Harbor Beach is pushing tempo. Kadar at the top of the key already. Goes right inside the lane. Finger roll is good. Who knew that Kadar could shoot inside of 19 feet? And it's back up at 11 points. 34 to 23. 345 left in the second. At the left wing, that'd be Pangirl. Back up to the top to Dawes. Dawes over to the right wing. Primo puts it in off the glass from the right block in for two. Primo with three points. 34-25, a nine-point lead for the Orange and Black. Three and a half before the half is over. That's Parker Yon, top of the, for the three left wing, and this one is good. <laughs> Parker Yon for his first points of the season, 37-25. Back up to the top, Dawes over to... Pangirl for three left wing. This one's off the mark. Rebound brought in by the big man Spaglinski. Evan Spaglinski. Here comes Harbor Beach again. Dylan Kadars flying around that court. Parker Yan pump fakes at the left wing. Dribbles a few times and the ball is stolen away. Slowing things down. Pangirl the left wing. Picks up his dribble. Skip pass to the right wing. That'd be 13. Muxlow. Jump shot. Short corner. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Dylan Kadar. Here comes Harbor Beach yet again. Michael Anderson in transition. The basket from the right hand is good. Beautiful. And Michael Anderson has 10 points already. And we have a timeout called by Brown City Green Devils with 2.42 left in the second. It is a full timeout right here on the W. At W Sports Network. left in the second quarter. Harbor Beach leading by 14 points, 39 to 25. Over to the right wing, that'd be Moots, back up to the top to Cooper. Cooper back to Moots. Moots kicks to the high post to Primo. Primo back out to the right to that'd be number 13, Muxlow. Muxlow over to Primo, left block, and he's fouled by Dylan Kadar, and that will be his second foul. Team's third for Harbor Beach. Brown City ball underneath their own hoop, left side of the radio, trailing by 14 points to Howard Beach. In comes Booms for Gator. Mason Booms checks back in for the second time tonight. 39-25, 2-21 before the half. Cooper, left wing, being guarded by Anderson. Now hands it off to number 13, Gaden Muxlow. Dribbling all the way around the perimeter, now at the right block, picks up his dribble, excuse me, right wing. Cooper, top of the key, back to Muxlow, right wing, against Booms, blows by him, finger roll is up, and this one is good with the floater. Muxlow with 11 points, 39-27. Anderson slows things down after transitioning. Woodkey, back to Anderson, right wing, down to Evans, Glinsky, right block, double team coming, the reverse, Mike is no good, and the rebound is still loose and out of bounds, last touch by a green jersey, Hover Beach ball. Stanley did a nice job on the uh, defense on that one because I thought that was an easy two for uh, for Evan Smoglinski. Usually that is 100% for him. Woodkey inbounding, nothing there. Now let's go to the safety valve. Anderson, top of the key. Minute 40 left in the first half. Grant Smoglinski over to Mason Booms, top of the key. Michael Anderson thought about taking the three and said go into the lane, and he traveled with it. That's the fourth turnover for Harbor Beach. Both teams with four turnovers so far. Brown City trying to cut this deficit down from 12, possibly to single digits. Across the timeline, Ethan Boots 
Picks up his dribble. Gets Mason Booms to the high post to Primu. Into the corner to number 40, Curtis Stanley. Back out to Moots. Moots to Primu, top right wing. Nothing there. Spins back out to Cooper. Cooper dribbles once, feeds it inside to Primu against Smiglinski. This one's blocked by Smiglinski and brought in by Smiglinski. And here come the Pirates. It's land of the Giants, Clark. Anderson down to the low post, back out to Woodkey. Nothing there. And he passes it to the right elbow to Smiglinski. Back to Mason Booms, left wing. Dribbles down to the baseline. Nothing there. Back to Woodkey to right wing. Michael Anderson takes the three. This one is good. Michael Anderson with his third three tonight. He has 13 points. 42 to 27, a 15-point lead. This tie is the largest for Brown City or Harbor Beach tonight, and it's a turnover pass in the right into the hands of Michael Anderson, and it's turned over into the hands of Primu. Stanley got a hand on it, came from behind. Gaden Muxlow slows things down to Moots. Back to Muxlow. 30 seconds remain in the first half. Back to Moots. Over to the right corner. Primu right block. Back out to Muxlow, dribbling against Mason Booms to Cooper against Michael Anderson. Feeds it inside to Primu, loose ball, and it's brought in by Anderson, and here come the Pirates. Another turnover, that'd be the sixth of the night for the Green Devils. 13 seconds left, into the low block to Evan Smiglinski, off the glass, in for two, he has six points. 44-27, a 17-point lead, large to the night for Harbor Beach. Half-court shot from Brown City is no good, and that's how we'll reach halftime with a score of 44-27. Brown City trails Harbor Beach in Harbor Beach, right here on the WLW Sports Network, being powered by Anger Valley Services. It's halftime in Harbor Beach, and the Pirates are leading by their largest of the night, 17, as they lead 44 to 27 over the Brown City Green Devils. We're here in halftime. It was 24 to 13 after the first quarter. Harbor Beach was leading by 11. They extended out as they outscored Brown City 20 to 14 in the second quarter. Harbor Beach has a whole slew of threes in this ball game, eight threes through tw- 16 minutes of play here in Harbor Beach on their home court. The Pirates are led by Dylan Kadar, who has 14 points off of four threes and one field goal. Michael Anderson close behind at 13. He has three threes and two field goals. Then Evan Smiglinski at six. Grant Smiglinski and Luke Woodkey each at four. And then Parker Yan with a lone three coming back from injury tonight. Harbor Beach has five turnovers. Brown City with six. They are led by Gaden Muxlow with 11 points. Everyone else in single digits. Killian Pangaro at five. Three for Ethan Moots, Matt Dawes, and Lucas Primo. And then Connor Cooper with two points. Brown City with four total rebounds in this ball game. Harbor Beach with 14. Ten defensive, four offensive. Brown City with three defensive rebounds, one on the offensive glass. John Mooney shooting. Shooting is unbelievable. I'll tell you right now. As far as Brown City is concerned, they were 10 for 23 for the entire half. On the inside, they were 4 for 9, 44%. From the outside, they were 6 for 14, 42%. From the foul line, 1 for 2, 50%. That's pretty much textbook for Brown City. For Harbor Beach, it's almost like they practice here. (laughs) 6 for 29, 55% for the entire half. 
Inside, 8 for 13, 61%. 8 for 16, 50% from the outside. I mean, this is just phenomenal shooting. Can both teams actually uh, maintain this pace is the question for the second half. In Harbor Beach, 4 for 4 from the free throw line in that first half for 100%. Haven't seen that in a while, John. Uh, no. <laughs> actually, every time I see them, they've been averaging roughly around 55%. Today, it's 100%. Uh, every time I see Brown City, it, they were averaging 70%, and tonight, well, it's 50 so you never can it'll, tell. It'll even out the second half, I think. <laughs> so, John, what, I mean, we're seeing just, it's raining threes here tonight. Harbor Beach has eight threes. Brown City with one, two, three, four, five, and six threes. So we've had 14 threes between these two squads here tonight. What What is it? I think the question really is, is going to be, what is the defense going to do to adjust to this? Do they go ahead and spread the defense out a little bit more and open it up for the inside? I mean, if that's the case, then it's going to be advantage Harbor Beach, even though it's going to be uh, somebody like uh, Stanley for Brown City that's just really going to uh, you know, make use of that too. Not just uh, Stanley, but uh, you know, Ethan Moots likes to go inside. So yeah, you just don't know how this is going to be. Usually Brown City is pretty tight on the defense. They're going to go ahead and play their 2-3 zone and pack it in and say beat us from the outside. Harbor Beach... Uh, they pretty much are the same thing. You know, they're going to pack it in, beat us from the outside. Right now, advantage Harbor Beach. Well, the faithful are happy so far. They are at their largest lead of the night so far. They're at 17 points over the Brown City Green Devils, 44-27. to 27. John, you know, Brown City might be 0-5 on the season, but they certainly have a lot of hope and a lot of bright side to this future of this Green Devils team. Isn't this the best 0-5 team? I would say so. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, you're absolutely correct. They have a lot of upside to them. There's This is not going to stay the way the whole season where they're losing constantly. I, I see this team breaking out, and I think they're going to have a huge thing to say about the uh, Greater Thumb Conference East Championship. Well, John, if I told you that Brown City was shot 43% in the first half, you'd think they'd be winning, right? No doubt. You know, <laughs> they've been snake bit this year. They've been playing some very good teams. I, I will say early. that, yes. And uh, it's just a matter of when the uh, law of averages are going to go ahead and even out. Harbor Beach starts out on offense, moving right to left across the radio now. Luke Woodkey calling the shots over to Michael Anderson, left wing, top of the key to Grant Smaglinski, to his older brother, Smaglinski. Out to Dylan Cater, wide open for three right wing. This one's long, no good. Long rebound brought in finally by Brown City's Curtis Stanley. Well, we know the blistering pace was not going to happen. <laughs> no. Okay. Let's see what Brown City does with their possession. Moots. Into the corner to Dawes. Now to Muxlow, right wing. Top of the key to Moots at the high post. Out to number 22. That'd be Denby. In his first action, and Dylan Kadar steals it away. That's the seventh turnover for the Green Devils. Michael Anderson transition can't convert, and it's brought in by Muxlow. Here come the Green Devils, trailing by 17 points. Down the baseline, goes up. That would be 23. Dawes, he's no good, but the putback is good from Curtis Stanley, and he is fouled and will go through the three-throw line for an old-fashioned three-point play. This will be the first team foul for Harbor Beach in the second half, and the first against Luke Woodkey for the game. Dawes was going to go ahead and challenge the inside, and uh, in so doing, uh, did, the ball just kind of camped off, but Stanley was there to collect the rebound and put it in and get fouled. And the three-point play is complete as the free-throw is good. Brown City 2 for 3 from the free throw line for 66%. Across after some token pressure from Brown City. Dylan Kadar to Wookie right wing. Down to the low block against Maglinski. Double team coming. Nothing there. Kicks it back out to Kadar left wing for 3. This one is no good. Rebound. Grants Maglinski keeps possession alive. 
It's a left-wing game. Kadar feeds it down to the Smiglinski off the glass. This one's no good. And rebounder finally brought in by Brown City. Feed it inside, and it's a loose ball as he lost his footing. That was Stanley. Here comes Kadar to Anderson in transition, and this one is good. Michael Anderson with 15 points, leading the Pirates right now. Anderson is so smooth in transition, isn't he? I agree. Top of the key for three from Moots. This one's off the mark wide right. No good. Rebound, though, brought in by number 23. That'd be Matt Dawes. His gets his own rebound. No. And the putback is good. Padding the stats there for him. Matt Dawes was not going to be denied. That's just the third offensive rebound tonight for Brown City. Two of them were on that possession. 46-32, 14-point lead for Harbor Beach. Six minutes remains in the third. Anderson at the right wing, dribbling. To Woodkey, top of the key, being guarded by Dawes. Down to Grant Smolenski, back out to Kadar, left corner. And still packing Surveying. it Surveying. Brown City staying home, letting Harbor Beach to hang out on that perimeter with no pressure. Kadar for three. This one is tipped into the hands of Smolenski. He waits, put, waits for pressure to pass, and he puts the put back in. He has eight points. And Harbor Beach with six offensive rebounds, ten defensive on the night. 48-32, Harbor Beach back out by 16 points. Inside to Moots, over to the right wing to Dawes. Dawes back over to, that'd be Ping Girl for three. This one's no good. Foul on the rebound, and this is going to go against Brown City's number 40, Curtis Stanley. That's his second team's first for Brown City in the second half. Luke, who, had the, who had the Harbor Beach foul? Uh, the Harbor Beach foul was against Luke Woodkey, too. Ah, Woodkey. Brown City showing some pressure here, three-quarter pressure. Luke Woodkey to Dylan Kadar. Trying to reverse courts here. Dribbling, trying to avoid the traps. Dribbles right through the trap, and he traveled with it. Six turnover for the Orange and Black. Brown City has eight of them. Brown City trails by 16 points, 48 to 32. I think Coach Rubel was talking about passing through a press. Yeah, you, you, you don't, do not dribble through a, a trap, especially at half court. Moots to Stanley. Back to Moots. At the free throw line to the left corner. This will be three from Dawes. This one's airmailed. Two days shipping. And it's still loose. Finally brought in by Stanley for three. This one's no good. Offensive rebound again for Brown City. Down to Stanley right block. This one's no good. And rebound still loose. And finally brought in by Moots. And this one's in for two. Three offensive rebounds later. And Brown City finally scores. Pressure again once again. From Brown City, Grant Smoglinski's fouled in transition. The basket counts and one. He has six points, trying to make it seven. This will be the second team foul against Brown City in the half. Foul goes against number 12, Killian Pangirl. Ron Rubel getting his team back in shape here. Focused again as they lead by 16 points, 431 left in the third. Well, that's how you beat a press, a trapping press. <laughs> You know, pass through it. That's exactly what Harbor Beach did. And over top of it, and the free throw is good. So it's back out to 17, 51-34. Moots across midcourt, left right across your radio. Green jersey road uniforms for Brown City. Moots skip pass to the right corner to Stanley. On the baseline now, back out to Muxlobe to Stanley for three. This one's short, and rebound brought in by Anderson. Here come the Pirates. First defensive rebound in this quarter for Harbor Beach. Halfway through, 4.05 remains. 51-34, Harbor Beach by 17 points. Certainly feels a lot closer than that. Dylan Kader, left wing. 
surveying. Still there. Back to Grant Smiglinski. Down to his brother. Smiglinski at the block. Back out to Anderson for three. This one is in and out. No good. Rebound brought in by Curtis for Brown City. You're right. Both teams can light it up at any moment. Wide open at the top of the key. That'd be Muxlow for three. In and out. No good. Rebound still loose. Out of the hands of Smiglinski. Into the hands of Pangirl. And he makes a count for two. Brown City suddenly has seven offensive rebounds in the night. Michael Anderson in transition. The basket's good from the left side with the right hand. Back out to 17 once again. Michael Anderson with 17. Moots, left wing extended into the corner. Left side, that would be Pangirl. Dribbles inside the lane. The floater is no good. Rebound still loose and finally brought in by Grant Smiglinski. Into the hands of Luke Woodkey. Brown City retreats. Three minutes remain in the third. Still that 17-point lead for Howard Beach. Dylan Kadar, right wing. Down to Smoglinski, right block, the big man. Nothing there, double team. Back out to Luke Woodkey, top of the three. For three, this one rims in and in. It's good. Luke Woodkey with seven points. That's his first three, and we have a timeout called by Anthony Troshek and the Brown City Green Devils as they trail by 20 points, 56 to 36, right here on the W at W Sports Network. Point lead for Harbor Beach. As Brown City, after a 30 second timeout, trails 56 to 36. 244 remains in the third. Moots to the left wing into the corner to number five. That'd be Connor Cooper, the freshman. Dribbling now, Matt Dawes, lone senior in the squad, and high post to Primu. Connor Cooper for three, right wing. This one's in and out. No Whoa. good rebound. Grant Smiglinski for Harbor Beach. And here come the Pirates. Just their fourth rebound in this quarter. Luke Woodkey dribbling against Moots to Dylan Kadar wide open for three right wing and this one's good. Dylan Kadar with his fifth three of the night. He has 17. 23 point lead for Harbor Beach. Cooper back up to Dawes to the left wing to Muxlow. High post to Primu. Dawes for three top of the key. This one's short. Rebound brought in by Michael Anderson and the Pirates. Anderson in transition by himself. Back out to Luke Woodkey at the right wing for thought about taking the three. Instead, jump stops at the lower block. Over to Grant Skibinski, opposite block. In for two points. He has nine. It's now a 25-point lead for Harbor Beach. That was a beautiful pass by Woodkey. Inside the lane goes number 13, Muxlow, and the floater is good. Gaten Muxlow with 13. 23-point lead for Harbor Beach. 90 seconds left here in the third. Dylan Kadar, right corner, into Evan Smiglinski, right block, turns to the basket, puts this one up, and he has the touch in for two. Evan Smiglinski with 10 points, 63 points for Harbor Beach, 38 for Brown City. Just over a minute left here in the third quarter. Moots dribbles over to Dawes, back to Moots, left corner. Into Primo against Smiglinski, now to Connor Cooper, short corner on the baseline, this one's no good. Rebound Grant Smiglinski for Harbor Beach. 55 seconds remain. In the third quarter, Luke Woodkey, top of the key, gets a screen from Evan Smiglinski. Back to Dylan Kadar for three. This one's short. Rebound brought in by Connor Cooper. Stolen by Dylan Kadar. That's the seventh turnover. Kadar goes up, and he is going to be called for the charge. Connor Cooper went down and dirty on that one to pick that, that charge up. 
That is Dylan Gaynor's third personal, second team foul for Harbor Beach this half, with 40 seconds left in the third quarter. Substitution for Brown City, Clevin Claypool replaces Gaden Muxlow. Mason Booms checks in, replaces big man Evan Spaglinski, trying to give him an extended breather. Parker Yan checks in, replaces Dylan Kadar. It's a quick little breather for a couple of starters for Harbor Beach, same for Brown City. Dylan's got a smile on his face. <laughs> 40 seconds remain. 63-38 here in the third quarter. Harbor Beach leading by 25. To Primo against Parker Yan. Now out to Dawes for three. This one's off the mark. Rebound brought in by Luke Woodkey. Woodkey, top of the key. 22 seconds left. Dribbling behind his back now. And nearly stolen by Dawes into the hands of Michael Anderson. 17. In Smoots. 15 seconds left. Looking to Ron Rubel for the call. Now back to Woodkey. 10 seconds remain. To the right elbow to Parker Yan. Parker Yan looking to the basket. Five seconds left. Now Anderson has it. Three seconds. Has to do something with it. Parker Yan for three. Top of the key. This one's short. And they're going to say no good at the basket at the buzzer. And we have reached the end of three quarters. And it's a 25-point lead. 63-38 to 38 right here on the W. At W Sports Network. Final act here as Harbor Beach leads 63 to 38, leading by 25 points. Gurley has a little issue with the scoreboard here, or we just like to think it's a media timeout coming back. Well, we're wondering about shooting, uh, how it could be uh, sustained, and you know, yes and no. <laughs> Harbor Beach shot 50%, while uh, Brown City shot 26%. Third quarter. Brown City starts out with a turnover. That's their ninth of the night. Luke Woodkey back at offense. Parker Yon wide open three, top of the key. This one short, chases down his own rebound, but it goes out of bounds. It'll be Brown City ball. 7.35 left in the fourth. How'd Brown City shoot in that third quarter, John? They shot uh, five for 19, uh, 26%. Uh, yeah, it was a bit of a cool off, so. Shot 43% in the first half. Yeah. 30 seconds into the fourth, it's still a 25-point lead for the Pirates. Into the corner to number four, Clevin Claypool. Back up to the top to Muxlow. Muxlow against Booms. Dribbling. Back to Claypool. Claypool against Michael Anderson. Back to Muxlow against the right wing. At the high post, back out to Dawes for three. The lefty is up, and this one's good. Law of averages. Matt Dawes with eight points of the night. Top of the key, Parker Yan thought about taking the three, missed the last two, goes in the lane. He's fouled. He'll go to the free throw line. No, it's saying it's on the floor. So let's go against Matt Dawes. That's his second team's third. Harbor Beach ball underneath. Evan Smolinski checks back in for the Pirates. Parker Yan sits down. Michael Anderson, Dylan Kadar each with 17 points currently. One minute into the fourth quarter, and Evan Smolinski gets the inbound and in for two. Quite easily. He has 12. Top of the key. Primo for Brown City. Up to the left wing. That'd be Claypool once again. Being guarded by Anderson from a distance. Into the corner. Now a floater from Claypool instead. This one's no good. Rebound Evans Spaglinski. In transition. Booms is rejected by bound of the rim. Brought in by Primo. Here comes Brown City. Muxlow at the right wing. Susan Grant Spaglinski sat down, not Parker Young. 6.20 left. 65-41, Harbor Beach by 24. 
Into the lane, Dawes, the floater is good. He has 10, 65-43, 22-point game. Luke Woodkey blows by Primu, picks up his dribble at the right wing. Back to Anderson, deeper into the wing. Six minutes remain. Woodkey to the high post, then to Parker Yon, down to the low post, Evans Stablinski. Turns to the basket, nothing there, and they're going to say he is fouled. And this will be the fourth team foul against Brown City. Ball goes against number 13, Gaden Muxlow. That's his first, team's fourth. Couple substitutions coming in for the green and white. That'd be number 11, Ethan Moots. Number 40, Curtis Stanley replacing Lucas Primu and Killian Pangirl. Woodkey inbounds underneath Harvey's own hoop. Into Parker Yon, the right corner. To Booms, to skip pass all the way to the left corner to Woodkey. To Evan Smolinski, back out to Parker Yon for three, right corner. This one's short. And rebound still loose and out of bounds. And it's going to be Harvey Reach ball. Last touch by Curtis Stanley of Brown City. Inbound on the baseline. Back out to Woodkey. Evan Smolinski, top of the key. To the left wing, Mason Booms being guarded by Dawes from a distance. Luke Wookie left wing to the high post to Parker Yon for the jump shot. This one's short as well. Gets his own rebound, and he is blocked on the way up. Mason Booms brings in the rebound. That one's no good, and out of bounds, Brown City ball. 5-21 remaining in regulation, 65-43, 22-point lead for Harbor Beach. Brent Smoglinski checks in, replaces Parker Yon. You know, I want you to know, that was a lot of discipline out of Evan Smoglinski for not taking that tray. <laughs> he knows better. <laughs> If they weren't free, John, he wouldn't be taking free throws. <laughs> At the left elbow, down to the low post, it'd be number 40, Curtis Stanley, in for two points, and it's a 20-point ball game for 65 to 45. Five minutes remain. That's Stanley's fifth point. Michael Anderson being guarded by Claypool. Skip pass to the right wing, Mason Booms. Down to Evans Winsky and into the hands of Moots. That's the turnover, first turnover for Harbor Beach this quarter. Eight on the night. Muxlow down to the post to Curtis Stanley. Back to Muxlow, right wing, pops the three. This one's good. Gaden Muxlow is 16 and now a 17-point game. And Ron Rubel takes a timeout. 440 left in the fourth quarter right here on the W at W Sports Network. Coming out of the timeout, Harbor Beach turns it over. Grant Smoglinski then brings in the rebound after Brown City can't convert in transition. In the corner for three, look what he says, count it. That's his second three of the night. He has 10 points. 68-48. Stop the bleeding, didn't it? Yes, indeed. It's back to a 20-point ball game. Clayton Claypool. Kevin Claypool, excuse me. Inside the lane, this one's no good. Rebound Evan Smoglinski for Harbor Beach. Fifth rebound of this quarter. Right now the clock is the enemy of both teams. 3.50 remains in the fourth quarter. Mason Booms to the high post to Anderson for the jump shot. This one's no good. Rebound Mason Booms keeps possession alive for the Pirates. Anderson at the free throw line. Then back out to Luke Woodkey for another three. This one's the same result as the second one. He now has three threes. 71-48, and everyone's going home with a free taco. Dawes with a three from the Chelsea shot. This one's no good. Rebound Luke Woodkey, and we have a foul. 
Foul will go against number four of Brown City, Clevin Claypool. That's his second, team's fifth. 327 left in the fourth. Substitutions coming in for Brown City. Connor Cooper and number 12, Killin, Killian Pangirl replaces Clevin Claypool and Curtis Stanley. Luke Wookie inbounds with full court press coming from Brown City. Michael Anderson bringing the ball up. Two-man front for the Green Devils. Across midcourt, Anderson now top of the key. 318 remains in regulation. Mason Booms right wing. Back up to Luke Wookie. Pump faking each way. Mason Booms skip pass to the left wing to Anderson. Down inside to Evans. Walensky passes a little bit off the mark. And it's going to result in a turnover. That is the 11th of the night for Harbor Beach. Four in this quarter. That's their most of any quarter so far. 71-48, 23-point ball game. Top of the key, Gaden Muxlow. Now Dawes, top of the key for three. This one is good. He has three threes and 13 points. 71-51. Anderson gets the ball midcourt, and we have a foul call, uh, called against Connor Cooper. That's his second team six. So the rest of the way on Harbor Beach will be shooting at least one free throw for the remaining two minutes and 42 seconds. Gaden Muxlow sits down, replaced by Lucas Primo. 71-51. Mason Booms to Luke Woodkey. Left wing to Dakota Deer checking in for the first time. Not much of a bench here for Harbor Beach. They only have 10 on their roster as it is. Mason Booms, one dribble back to the high post to Grant Smoglinski. Right wing back to Luke Woodkey. Slowing things down back to Anderson. Trying to feed into Dakota Deer. Nothing there. Skip pass left wing to Booms. One dribble, two dribbles. To Luke Woodkey, dribbles at the right elbow, dribbles back out. Two minutes and 12 seconds left. Skip pass in the left corner, two booms, nothing there. Skip pass, and it's brought in by Connor Cooper. Fifth turnover this quarter. Cooper goes up for the layup. This one is good. He has four points. 18-point ball game, 71-53. Minute 55 left in regulation. Woodkey into the corner. Dakota Deer pops the three. The rainmaker is no good. And we have a foul over the back. Push from Grant Smoglinski. That'll be his second team's third. Substitutions coming in from Brown City. That'll be number 13, Gaden Muxlow and Curtis Stanley coming in with a little height. And replacing number 12, Killian Pangirl and Lucas Primo. Just want to mention what a great officiated game this has been. You don't even notice them. Exactly. Of course, out there is Jeff Gozel, Tom Malu, and Brian Jones. Minute 44 left in the fourth, 71-53. Harbor Beach by 18 points. Moose goes down the baseline, nothing there. Dawes for the three in the corner. This one's off the mark wide right, and Anderson has it in transition. Goes up for the layup, left Whoa. side, and this one's good. A little off balance, but it doesn't matter. He has 19 points now and puts Harbor Beach back out by 20. They've got to come up with a new adjective that's smooth. <laughs> and he comes up with a steal, and here comes Harbor Beach. Anderson doing it all right now. That's the 10th turnover for Brown City. Anderson, minute 15 left in regulation. Back out to Luke Woodkey. Being guarded by 10 feet from Boots. Over to the right wing to Mason Booms. Now Dakota Deer at the right elbow. Trying to get to the baseline and it's stolen away by Curtis Stanley. One minute remains in regulation. Boots drives down the baseline. Kicks it back out to Dawes for three. And this one is no good. Rebound Grant Smoglinski into the hands of Luke Woodkey. In transition, Mason Booms can makes the layup count. That's his first points. 75-53. 40 seconds remain. Not much defense in this ball game. Both teams at their averages or higher. Into the corner. Moots 
to Curtis Stanley at the right elbow or right block going against Grant Smoglinski. He can't hang on to it. And then we have a travel as Luke Woodkey brought in the rebound, but he lost his footing and goes out of bounds. That'll be the 14th turnover. However, reached seven in this quarter alone. Looks like Brown City calling off the dogs here. As we have three 22 and 33 coming in. That'd be Andrew Vizlowski, Dylan Denby, and Kenton Wood, as is number 10, James Moriarty, the junior. Moriarty will be inbounding underneath their own hoop for Brown City, trailing by 22 points. 29 seconds left in regulation. Has to feed it in, and this one's going to be stolen by Mason Booms of Harbor Beach. In transition, Michael Anderson for another layup. Easy from the right side. He has 21. 20 seconds remaining. 77-53. 15 seconds. Cooper across midcourt being guarded by Mason Booms. And it's nearly stolen away by Luke Woodkey. Kenton Wood dribbling. Back up to Moriarty. To uh, Connor Cooper for the three. This one is good with three seconds left. He has seven. And that is how the game will end. And Harbor Beach improves to 2-0 in divisional play. 5-1 overall. Brown City falls to 0-6. Final score, Harbor Beach 77. Brown City 56. Right here on the WLW Sports Network. Being powered by Anger Valley Services. We'll have your entire post-game show, extended post-game show, coming up right here on your Harwood home for high school hoops, the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Harbor Beach, 76-77, Brown City, 56. Harbor Beach defeats Brown City 77-56. They outscored Brown City 24-13 in the first, 20-14 in the second, 19-10 in the third quarter. Then Brown City outscores Harbor Beach 18-14 in the fourth quarter. We'll have all the details coming up here on your Harwood home for high school hoops, the W at W Sports Network. Harbor Beach improves, secures their fifth victory of the season, 5-1. Brown City now 0-6 in 0-1 divisional play. Harbor Beach improves to 2-0 in the Greater Thumb East. We'll have all the details coming up right here on Sports Radio 1021 in live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Final score, Harbor Beach 77, Brown City 56. 21-point victory for the Orange and Black. Improves to 5-1 in the season, 4-0 at home. As they win by 21 points. Harbor Beach was led by Michael Anderson with 21 points. 13 in the first half, 8 in the second half. Dylan Kadar close behind. He did most of his damage in the first half. He ended up with 17. 14 of those were in the first half. And he ended up with five threes. After this, Evan Smoglinski at 12. Luke Woodkey, though, at 13. One spot ahead of him with three threes and two field goals. Evan Smoglinski with five field goals and two free throws. Grant Smoglinski, younger brother, he had nine points. Three for three from the free throw line and three field goals as well. Parker Yan, one three-pointer. That's all he had coming back from injury first time tonight. And Mason Booms, one field goal for two points. That's 77 total points for the Pirates. They out-rebounded Brown City 30-56. to 
16 for a 14 rebound advantage. They had three more turnovers than Brown City, 14 to 11. Harbor Beach had seven turnovers in that final quarter for 14. They're doing pretty decently going into that fourth quarter, but they got a little sloppy as soon as as soon as Brown City started laying the pressure on. For the Brown City Green Devils, they were led by Gaden Muxlow with 16, Matt Dawes at 13, and then Connor Cooper and Killian, Killian Pangirl each with seven, and then five points for Curtis Stanley and Ethan Moots, and Lucas Primu with three points, wrapping things up. John Mooney, what about shooting? Shooting. Oh, that's always a interesting thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, just looking at Brown City, that has a really good team. I, I like them. I, there's so much upside there. You, they are not an 0-6 team. It doesn't seem like it, but you know, they always get off to a, a slow start, and then something happens in the second half where they, they really start to you know get motivated to play better and everything. What that was was in the uh, third quarter, they were 5 for 19, 26%. But other than that, you know, they were you know, 7 for 14 in the fourth quarter, 50%. Grand total for the half, 12 for 33, 36%. Grand total of the entire game, 22 for 56, 39%. These are numbers that tell me that this team's going to win some ball games. You know, and they've been averaging this all along. It's just that, you know, they've been snake bit. Inside, uh, for the total game, they were 12 for 26, 46%. That's decent. From the outside, they were 10 for 30. 33 or 30 yeah 33 percent and that's a really good uh, high school uh, average so it's just gonna be a matter of time for the green devils for harbor beach i'll tell you what they just shot the lights out today uh, the entire first half we said they, were, they were, uh, did 55 percent oh okay you know they'll see if they, what they can do in the second half a little bit of a trail off 14 for 31 45 percent grand total for the game 30 for 60 50 percent would you take that for a Christmas present? <laughs> I would take that, yeah. <laughs> Definitely, I would too. Uh, in, inside, uh, they were, for the grand total, they were 18 for 31, 58%. Wow. Yeah, and that's that's efficient. And that's basically what they've been doing all along anyways. 12 for 29 at uh, three-point land, 41%. Uh, like I said earlier, I think this is where they practice. They seem to like it. It, it seems that way, yeah. seem yes. to like it here. Now, if they can maintain those kind of numbers on the road you know watch out this is going to be an interesting uh district looking way down the road <laughs> just a little bit though. but uh, also an interesting uh, race for the east you take a look at harbor beach had 18 field goals inside the arc and uh let's see eight of those one two three four five six seven eight of them came from the spaglinski brothers that's what that's that's how you win ball games you get it to your big men downstairs and then that opens up the outside, and when Harbor Beach is hitting the three, it's hard to stop them. We saw fun, that tonight. What was fun was that the guards are doing a really nice job to set up the Twin Towers, and the Twin Towers are doing a nice job to uh, find the, the guards on the outside as they relocate once they do a post feed, and uh, they'll find them, and, and uh, you know, they'll pop a tray. This is really nice balanced basketball, inside, outside. Doesn't get better than this. I agree. It's time for another short break. When we return, we'll take a rag, wrap this all up and take a look at the schedule for both the Brown City Green Devils and the Harbor Beach Pirates and what's ahead for both squads. You're listening to the W at W Sports Network, your Harvard home for high school hoops.
You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Clark Ramsey and John Mooney from the Agar Valley Services courtside seats here in Harbor Beach as the Pirates take out the Brown City Green Devils to improve to 5-1 and one in the season with a score of 77-56. to 56. Impressive showing from the Pirates. I mean, 50% shooting on their home court. That's always going to do you well. Brown City, though, John, we've been talking about this off air really since we've gotten here tonight. Brown City is better than an 0-6 team. There is no way that this team is not going to turn it around. You see the talent on the court. You see their length. You see their hustle. You see the athleticism. Those parts and pieces are going to come together, and they're going to make a solid run here. And when it does come together, they're going to be unstoppable. I I saw a lot of talent out there. I really like this team. Uh, I like what they do. I like how they're starting to find their roles and find the places that that are making things work. And more importantly, they're finding that, you know, again, it's that that old saying, if it's to be, it's up to me. And uh, not uh, deferring to uh, anyone that is no longer there, especially the ghosts. You know, this team has the makings of uh, turning their own ship around. They're going to go ahead and and be their best uh, friends. They love playing together. You can see it. There's just a lot of upside to this team. So, you know, don't count out Brown City just because they lost one game in division. Oh, not at all. This is a home-and-home kind of league. Uh, all Harbor Beach has done today, and it was quite a lot, they held serve. And down the road, we're going to see what happens if Brown City uh, you know, can do the same thing too. It's, it's going to be a good race. Harbor Beach came in tonight averaging 59 points per game. They obviously did a little bit better than that, scoring 77. That raises their average up to 66 or 62 points per game and uh, 62 points per game on offense. And 54 and a half points on defense. That really didn't change their defensive effort as all at all. They came in tonight averaging 54.2. So their defense effort actually dropped by three tenths of a point. For Brown City, they came in tonight scoring 39 points per game on average. That's now up to 42. This is the first time that Brown City has scored more than 50 points on the season. Their highest besides this one was uh, just on. Wednesday against Deckerville, 48. Before that was Lakers back on December 13th when they scored 42. So the offensive numbers are starting to come together here, especially on the road for Brown City. Unfortunately, they are on the road for a good while here. They're at Memphis on Wednesday. And then they have off until the 22nd when they're at Marlette. And talk about some good practice sessions in there. When they go to Marlette on the 22nd, then they're home against Ubley and at KPAC and at Sandusky. Then they have a whole slew of home games wrap up the season. In fact, they have six of their final nine games are at home for Brown City. First quarter shot selection is going to be huge for them uh, from this time out. They usually get themselves behind the eight ball by uh, not taking the best selected shots in the first quarter and then get behind. If they can go ahead and uh, take care of that and uh, you know correct that lull in the second half whenever it's going to occur, they're going to be a very formidable team. I like their talent. For Harbor Beach now, with five wins and one loss, their only loss to USA when they scored 46 points and gave up 81. As head coach Ron Rubel said, quote, that was a debacle. It's a very Ron Rubel quote there as well. Uh, they take out Brown City tonight. They're home against Sandusky on Wednesday. A week from today, they're at Ubley. And then home against KPAC on the 22nd. And then a week after that, at Marlette, at Memphis, at Lakers, at Brown City, at Sandusky, and that takes us to Valentine's Day. 
That's a huge stretch in the middle of the season there for Harbor Beach. Valentine's Day opponent is none other than who? Ubly at home. <laughs> this is perfect. Uh, <laughs> no love lost between those two, especially after the football season, <laughs> splitting those. But it'll be, it, you know, I look at it, and we said in the pregame show as well, but those five games in the middle of the season between January 29th and February 12th, that's going to side Harbor Beach and how they're going to go into the postseason. It's going to be a great run, and uh, we're going to be there for a few of them. Yes, indeed. Let's go through our uh, our schedule here for the rest of the uh, way. Uh, we're going to be back on air a week from tonight on the 17th as we're going to shift our attention to the greater than west as Reese is going to be traveling to Lakers. That's going to be a formidable match between the Rockets and Lakers of the west side. Lakers, uh, John, this might be the best team I've seen in the nine years from Lakers. They are the best collection of talent that I have seen, and I've seen them a, a few times. In fact, I think Coach Wisner was thinking I was uh, camping out in their gym or something. But uh, It's yeah, a nice gym. It is a very nice gym. They are a very impressive collection of, uh, of kids. Uh, the kids are having fun right now. They did lose a squeaker against uh, uh, Kingston. Kingston is a very good team. And don't forget, Kingston had played already that Friday before in the, uh, after the New Year's uh, or after the Christmas break. And Lakers had not. So I kind of expected that kind of a ball game. Lakers is going to be a tough out for anybody. They just play buzzsaw basketball. So the game of the week next Friday on the 17th will be reset Lakers. Then we'll be back on air the 21st. That's a Tuesday as Kingston travels to Kindy to take on North Huron. And then Lakers at USA, reset USA, USA at Bannocks. we got a triple <laughs> back to back to back for USA wrapping up January. It's getting a lot of great basketball action happening in the thumb this year, John. That could very well decide a lot of things in the West. <laughs> Those three games, yes, indeed. <laughs> the Wild West, and it is yeah. going to be wild. So, John Mooney, closing thoughts here from Harbor Beach. Great opener. Uh, you know, forget about the point spread, uh, 77-56. I thought it was a very entertaining game. It also revealed a lot about both teams, and uh, I'm very excited to see how this thing unfolds, both in the East and in the West. Tonight's presentation of the WLW Sports Network is brought to you by Thumb Sailor, DS Services of Kansas City, here in Daily Tribune, Kohler Propane, More Motors of Carroll, and More Shoreline of Seapwing, North Star Bank, DM Cabinet Shop, Ramsey Fear Home, Valley Enterprises, and Sure. Better health, better life, are you sure? So, on behalf of the entire broadcast team, pushing the buttons back in the studio, that's Chandler Pulaski. In game analysis to the right of me for the ninth year now, John Moody, the one and only coach, John Moody. I'm Clark Ramsey, producer and host of this broadcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's game. We certainly did. It was a thriller. High scoring action. Harbor Beach 77, Brown City 56. Harbor Beach now has put together four straight wins. Brown City still looking for their first victory of the season. They are traveling to Memphis next week as well as Marlette. Harbor Beach at Sandusky and then home at uh, home against Sandusky and then at Ubley in the next week. On behalf of John Moody, I'm Clark Ramsey. Thank you for listening. We'll be back on air a week from tonight as Reese travels to Lakers in the Greater Thumb West. We'll have all that action starting right around 7 o'clock with dip off about 15 or 18 minutes after that. It's been good to be back on the air. It seems like football just wrapped up a moment ago, but your Hardwood home for high school hoops, the W at LW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021, live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. And now in podcast format, you'll be able to hear this game broadcast and replay probably on Sunday or Monday, starting at WLWSports.com or on iTunes or TuneIn Radio or wherever else you get your podcasts. On behalf of John Moody, I'm Clark Ramsey. Thank you. Drive safe, stay safe this weekend. Harbor Beach wins 77 56.
This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network, powered by Agri-Valley Services, on Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your hardwood home for high school hoops is the WLEW Sports Network.